Here we go. So, got technology issues all squared away. Yeah, trying to get trying to get my earbud plugged in. Earbuds. We don't need no sticking earbuds. I tried to trying to plug in my headphones and I knocked out my SD card. Oh, it's not one thing; it's another. All right, there you go. That's true. Well, let's go ahead and cue up some music then. Now that's funny. That's funny, everybody. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And this is the week of April 26, 2022. We're in season two, show 26, episode 78. We're moving right along. We are two Brian, <laughs> two blind brothers. We're Brian brothers. We're Brian brothers <laughs> and the Brian sister. Uh, two blind brothers and a blind sister. We tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and with me are. Hey, and Joe. Hey, we are present. Uh, we like to open up with a little segment we call What's New? Does anyone have a question? And I don't think I have an awful lot of What's New. But I think Terry was wanting to talk about something. Yeah, I was uh, I'm upside down here. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, you're hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I said earlier before we start, uh, I was laying in bed last night and my wife's shoulder started hurting. Oh, okay, shoulder. Okay. I reached for a tube of Ben Gay <laughs> and I actually grabbed a tube of Ben Gay and everything. But anyway, I you know, applied some Ben Gay on her sore arm. So then uh, this morning, she I asked her how, how her shoulder felt. She said, Oh, it feels great. You know. Yeah. Well, felt better, and so that's amazing how how well that doing, works. Doing some stuff at my desk, I go, oh wow! Because whenever I was done rubbing it on her shoulders, I I'd accidentally put a little bit too much on, so I just rubbed it all over my hands like hand lotion. Right. Amazingly enough, I can feel really good with my fingers this morning. <laughs> well, maybe you should use it more often. Maybe well, I should try right, for for neuropathy. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if the tube says it helps with that or not, but. Well, it, it works for muscle pain, and I can see how it, it could keep your uh, muscles and neuropathy hands. Like, I can feel stuff pretty good with my fingers, you know. I might be able to read Braille. <laughs> oh, there we go. Just smear some on the Braille, and then as you read across it, it'll feel good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hear a choo-choo train. Yeah, there's a train close by. It doesn't always come by, but apparently it decided to today. Train! Oh. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. we, we do live pretty close to the track but i got it uh, i know for a while it's like every time i tried to podcast so it'd be it just come barreling through i was like oh, okay wait for the train to go by i can talk <laughs> yeah you got any other stories do you want to tell anybody uh, i i don't know i guess oh, I'm hey we got a on my leg i don't for anybody staying, you know, staying healthy gotta, huh yeah. We have an ICB convention coming up on Friday in Alton, Illinois at the old Holiday Inn, Best Western Premier. 
if anybody wants to come, you should be able to hear this podcast and still be able to make it to the this weekend. This is your last warning to show up. Friday, (laughs) Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, unfortunately, I won't be able to go. All my sources of rides will be busy this weekend in one one Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. You can attend it in person. Uh, It'll be $40 at the door, but they're going to stream it virtually if you got the ACB link, whatever. No, I might could possibly do that, but I won't be able to show up a person. Yeah. You have to pay for it to watch it on the computer? I don't think so, but you, you listen to but on the computer, you wouldn't have access to the full experience of showing oh. up. You would only do that one time they had to, somebody playing the piano and they wanted you to listen and you had to pay for it. And I was like, that's weird. Well, what do you for, do? Shove $20 for conventions, the normally you only have access to whatever they choose to stream. And there's oh. a lot of stuff in between you just don't have access or to. The, they can stream it for free. But then, you know, if you want to interact like a Zoom call, like we're doing, then it's forty dollars to attend that way to, oh. uh, to unlock a feature or something. Like what you're referring to with that concert, well, you had to give everybody you had to give the office manager twenty bucks, and then she would give you the Zoom link. Otherwise, you could listen to that guy playing the piano on oh. because you wouldn't know where to find it. Right, he's playing his computer right now. You know. Well, that's that's why Zoom they use passwords on the room you can unlock the room or lock the room and stuff anyway i was going to say i know jill's got some good healthy reports uh for my foot yeah i don't go back to the doctor till the 23rd for that and i got physical therapy coming twice a week to my house you ready it's healing pretty good (laughs) yeah i can't wait to be able to use it 100 because it's still still tender so anybody out there if you break a leg Figure it's going to take a good two months to, or more. Yeah, bones typically take six to eight weeks, but it depends on the nature of the break. Yeah, because this happened February 18th, so y'all can do the math. Now today's what? April 26th? April 26th, yeah. So it's been that long. A couple and months, still, eight weeks. Still not 100%, so I'm still hobbling around, but it is getting a lot better. Yay, all right. Well, we don't have an off lot. We still have our, our new house. We haven't quite got moved into. We're trying to get a couple of rooms painted, at least. Um, we have a living room, a dining room, and a bedroom. And we've got everything sanded and ready to go. It's just a matter of slapping on the paint. Upstairs, we have some rooms. But I had told uh, my son and others, it's like, look, I'm not going to make your mom climb on the stairs and paint. If you want that stuff painted, you got to get up there and paint it. Now, of course, my wife was like, but it's my house. And I want to make sure it gets done. I'm like, yeah, but but why have you do everything? You have a, it, a whole house full of healthy young people. Does it have do it. does it have one like flight of stairs or does it have a thing to go up to a landing and to go up more stairs? You go up to a landing, you turn to the right. You go up to the top, and then you can a, get her one of those chair things that goes it, up. It won't, it won't work in that house. We've already looked at it. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the chair doesn't work. Uh, otherwise, we we could the um, elevator. But the thing is, the, the, there are upstairs rooms that need to be painted. But I'm like, look, the, the the quicker that we can get that painted, if that's the holdup right now, is you know, you know this weekend. Of course, everyone's busy, but it's like, look, pick a weekend. And have a huge work day 
and get every kid off their butts away from those screens and everybody paints. So Matt has, have, you know, you can go mask everything off and sand it so they just show up when they paint. And of course, with kids, the thing's going to get messy. So there's Drop that plus issue. And don't paint the windows. <laughs> yeah, but it's like if that's the holdup, then uh, we got we got the the kid power around here. We need to harness that. It's going to be up to her and their dad to do that because they can see the supervised things. I, I can't. I can just listen to the noise, and that's about it. I, could, I, I would trust the things. older kids, but not the younger ones. <laughs> no, if the younger ones that would be probably not a good choice to do a lot of it. But the three older ones that are here, there's no reason why they couldn't. They um, should. They could dip their hands in the paint, stick it on the wall, dip it. Yeah, in. Have, have a little special uh, an accent wall. There we go. You can just do an accent wall. Huh. But but that's the holdup. And as soon as whatever painting is done to her. Uh, liking, then we can move in. Uh, we've already got some furniture there, like a couch, and we're going to put a few other things in there. And a lot of our old furniture is going to have to be, get pitched because it's just kind of we've got a bed, it's just the box spring is broken down, and we got the old couch, it's literally on concrete blocks. Like, it's like somebody a, stole the wheels off of it. Yeah, <laughs> so someone, stole the, someone stole the legs off, so a bunch of rednecks <laughs> put our couch up on concrete box. Because there was no legs on it, actually, I don't think. But. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just some updates around here. Hey, I have mentioned before that we are working on an official TSF joke book. It's kind of on hold. I haven't done a lot of work on that. I probably should, but I seem to be getting busier and busier and have less time to work on that. So, but that's still in the project. I don't know how it'll work out, but I hope it does. Why self-conscious? Just stick around. Yeah. Um, so now it's time to move on to our next segment. If I can locate my notes for our holidays. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to Happy holidays. Yep. And as a reminder to folks, uh, this will be our last weekly holidays. Uh, I, I know for a while, uh, this kind of being a little bit tedious sometimes. Not that it's hard to find holidays. It's just sometimes the segment takes up some time. And uh, some of the holidays are fun and funny and fun to make fun of. Uh, we don't get a lot of feedback, and we just, in the efforts to keep the show short, we just want to target something to snip, and it looks like the holidays are it. But uh, do plan on having a random segment, which uh, should be fun because it'll be different every time. Different anyway, each week. Yeah, each week we'll spin a wheel and we'll have a couple of options and either we'll hopefully not play a game, <sighs> but we maybe could if somebody sent something in, otherwise no, uh, but we, we have other things we could do. Anyway, uh, we like to go from Tuesday to Tuesday and this Tuesday, uh, April 26th is um, Autobahn Day, which is all about bird watching 
watching the birds. Huh. It's Get Organized Day, a National Dissertation Day for all of you college students out there, a National Help a Horse Day. Oh no, the horse fell down. Ah. <laughs> uh, National Pretzel Day, yeah. Richter Scale Day. I don't know you, but I, I think perhaps I was looking for you. National Work Zone Awareness Week. Yeah, watch out for them and workers on the highways. Oh yeah, well, I was thinking like you know, a work zone in a cubicle or something. Be aware, this is my work zone. Go away. Yeah. Or let's see. It says, uh, let's see, awareness, safety, work. Yeah, it doesn't really say uh, what kind of work zone. Well, I can have a hobby, can't I? Anyway, April 27th, Wednesday, National Tell a Story Day. If you got kids, I'm sure they tell you lots of stories. Yeah. <laughs> National Prime Rib Day. Mm, mm, mm. Eat me a big chunk of dead cow. <laughs> National Double Dog Day. I double dog dare you. Which is strange because it says American Desert Military. Huh. Uh, and if you don't know, a nickname for the Marine Corps two is... Two hot dogs at once. <laughs> the, the nickname for the Marine Corps is Devil Dogs. It was a nickname acquired in World War One at Bella Woods. Devil oh, I thought you said double, like two dogs. And double so dogs. Uh, to have a Devil Dog Day on April 27th yeah, is weird because the Marine Corps birthday is November 11th. So, or I'm sorry, 11, ugh, November 10th. 11th is Veterans Day, of course. So, but, but, but possibly this is the day that they actually acquired the nickname. I'd have to look that one up. Anyway, hmm. Devil Dog Day. We thought you said double, like D-O-U-B-L-E. Devil, as in red guy with horns, pitchfork. <laughs> we were mistaken there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Tuford hunting. That's how the Germans would pronounce it. So anyway, it is International Guide Dog Day. All of us have uh, reti retired and deceased guide dogs. So died, died dog day, died, died. Your guide dog, died dog, died dog day, died. Yeah. But, uh, we we could. I mean, I could get one, but I wouldn't get one if, unless I was going to be really active and working. I don't do uh, awful lot of outside the house stuff anymore. So it's like why the guide dog still has a podcast now too. Why well, spend the time and effort to? get a guide dog to have it sit at home next to me getting fat like I am and lazy yeah. and all like that. Anyway, It is a Babe Ruth day. So eat a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it has to do with a uh, baseball. Babe Ruth. <laughs> uh, administrative <laughs> professionals day. So if you are an administrative professional, I mean, I guess it means a white collar worker. Well, how do you like that? This guy kills me. April 28th, Thursday. Great Poetry Reading Day. 
So if you're into great poetry reading, don't read anything on my blog. <laughs> eggs and ham. I do not like them green eggs and ham. If you go to my blog and you look, do a search for poetry, you'll find stuff. But I, I will promise you it is not necessarily good poetry. <laughs> it, it, it will be good in that it's clean, but it won't be good in that it's not good poetry. <laughs> the sky was dark. The moon was high. <laughs> Oh, it is yeah. National Blueberry Pie Day. So I'll use some of that. Uh, National Brave Hearts Day. Everybody uh, put on their kilt. Freedom! <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has to do with health. Now, I, I know that there used to be, I don't know if they still make it, but Braveheart used to be the name of a dog food. Eat your dog food today. Yeah, Braveheart, with the health stuff, those are the people that, like, whenever we went scuba diving up in uh, Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Braveheart. Or or it was also the, the horseback riding place, I think it was called Braveheart. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know they had a name on that. <coughs> it is National Kids and Pets Day. So speaking of Bravehearts and dogs and horses, kids and pets, kids and pets. Feed your kids to your pets today. <laughs> it's uh, National Superhero Day. <clears throat> Yay. I am Doobie Brother. <laughs> it is Stop Food Waste Day. Yeah, well, let's refer, oh, to, kid, let's refer to kids and dogs. Kids, oh, yeah. kids waste the food, dogs eat the food. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> Get Mikey yeah. to eat it. He'll eat anything. Uh, it is take your daughters and sons to work day. What I day mean, is that? What day is that? Yeah, good question. Uh, would be the Thursday, the 28th. Oh. So I may have to remind a particular son around here to say, you know what you could do? You could take all five of these kids to work. Day. They would just <laughs> love that. <laughs> um, it is Workers Memorial Day, which if if he was to take all five kids to work, he might have a memorial as he gets kicked out the door. <laughs> well, all right, if that's how you want it. April twenty nine, Friday. Oh, National Zipper Day. Zip, 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 zip. Now they have them zippers. Zippers are actually a fairly new. Uh, Invention for clothing fasteners. You want to know when they were invented? When? <laughs> Maybe about a hundred years ago, roughly. Wow! Yeah. But before that, they just used buttons. Your pants had buttons. buttons dresses had buttons. Snaps. Your coats snaps. had buttons. Your pants hmm. had buttons. Your shoes had or buttons. I bet. It is shrimp scampi day. Hmm. They even had buttons on their hats. I have those shrimps just scamping all over your plate. Scampy, scampy. Huh. It is National Peace Rose Day. P-E-A-C-E, Rose. Huh. I don't know what that means. National Hairball, <coughs> <coughs> hairball Awareness Day. <coughs> Watch out for them hairballs. You don't want to step on them. Well, yeah. That's gross. <laughs> it is National Arbor Day. Go out and hug a tree. <laughs> it is International Dance Day. 
So you might as well dance with that tree while you're hugging it. <laughs> Hug it and then dance with it. Well, enough about tall, dark, and devastating. I gotta get home to short, pale, and irritating. Uh, April 30, Saturday. Honesty Day. Don't tell any lies that day. Right. It is International Jazz Day, so get out there and enjoy some jazz music. I might just do that this afternoon. In, uh, International Adopt a Shelter Pet Day. International Bubble Tea Day. I don't know what that means. Bubble Tea. International oh. Bubble Tea. You have like cat, uh, carbonated uh, hot tea or something? Um, I do not know. It's in, uh, National Bugs Bunny Day. <laughs> What's I up, guess, Doc? <laughs> I guess this must be his like first appearance or something when he first came out. It is National Kiss of Hope Day. Hope. <laughs> it is uh, National Kiss Military Brats Day. <laughs> what? What? what I said kiss some soap. Kiss the Pope. Oh, kiss of yeah. hope. Yeah, you can kiss some hope. Maybe that's where that bubble tea comes from. <laughs> uh, but it is uh, National Military Brat Day. All my kids are military brats. They've gotten over it, I think. We were. Uh, they were me and Terry was born. We were military brats. Jill's not because she was. That was out by the time she was born. You guys were brats. <laughs> were. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> it is National Oatmeal Cookie Day. Yummy. National Raisin Day. I know my wife is not a fan of raisins in her oatmeal cookies, but I Oh, am. I love them. Uh, National Wear Building Day. Under construction, I guess. Hmm. I have I can't even pronounce that one. National Sarcoidosis Day. Do not hmm. have a clue, but it sounds very medical. <laughs> National Sense of Smell Day. Maybe it has something to do with smell. And that is the end of April. Well, what's this new ride of yours on? May 1st, Sunday. National Mother Goose Day. May Day! May Day! <laughs> National Chocolate Parfait Day. Uh, National Infertility survival day okay how to survive infertility i guess if your parents were infertile uh, so will your kids be huh (laughs) but of course if they were infertile why are you even here (laughs) right (laughs) it is national lemonade day Mm. Hmm, make a lemonade stand you have to have some national lemonade to wash down those national oatmeal cookie day (laughs) national loyalty day school principals day Silver Star Banner Day has to do with military service. Silver Silver Star families. If you got oh. a silver star, that means you have a son or daughter currently serving on active duty military service. Oh, I didn't know if, that. If you have a gold star, that means they were killed in action. Oh. Well, what do you think? I'll tell you what I think. Be kind to animals <laughs> week. And you know what? I'm not going to even read all these weekdays because there's a whole buttload. And we're going to say farewell to our calendars. So if anyone really cares about the weekdays and month days, let me know. Maybe I'll get back to it. 
but not today. Well, what can I do for you? May 2nd, Monday, early May bank holiday. I do not know what that means. Other than bankers already have enough holidays. Oh, I have another. <laughs> it is International Harry Potter Day. Melanoma Monday. There you go, Jill. <laughs> you can have your melanoma on Monday. I don't want it. <laughs> like watermelon. Yeah, well, that, well, I would rather have it be watermelanoma day. But yeah. melanoma, I think, is whenever you have a some kind of skin cancer. Benign cancer. Yeah. Wait, melanoma might be the bad kind of, because benign is harmless kind. Hmm. Anyway, it is International Brothers and Sisters Day. I thought there was an International Brothers and Sisters Day like last fall or something, but anyway, they're having it again. You have to have them more than once a year. (laughs) Or maybe before it was only national. Now it's international. It is uh, National Life Insurance Day. So I guess if you have a melanoma, it's life insurance, I guess. Got to protect that family. Uh, National Truffle Day. Well, well, look here. Uh, it Dr. is so screen free week starts on Monday. Children's Book Week. Well, I'll admit it's not much, but it's all I have. May 3rd, Tuesday, and our final holiday, unless somebody just begs us to bring this back. <laughs> uh, National Lumpy Rug Day. <laughs> Lumpy Rug. I guess that's whenever you just sweep so much stuff under your rug, it just it turns lumpy. And Gee, see what you'd be missing if we don't do our holidays. You would never know it was Lumpy Rug You would never know day. that. Yeah. Or maybe you have a kid leg on the floor and you toss a rug over him to hide him. <laughs> lumpy Rug. It's... Is National Two Different Colored Shoes Day? Oh, I think I can do that. Put on a white tennis shoe and a black dress shoe. (laughs) Hey, I've been doing that with my my boot, wearing a boot on one foot and a dress shoe on Sunday. Wear a cowboy boot on one foot and a high heels sandal on the other foot. Yeah, Yeah. and then yesterday I wore just a slip on shoe to the doctor I had to go to with my boot, and I was like, which goes better with my outfit, my boot or my shoe? It is National Textiles Day, National Teacher Day, which, uh, you know, school is almost coming to a close. It's a good time to appreciate your teacher before you have to say goodbye for the summer. Yep. National Paranormal Day. So if you're kind of spaced out, you see dead people. Yeah, it's that kind of day. Uh, National Garden Meditation Day. So go meditate in your <laughs> octopus's garden under the sea or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. National yes. Foster Care Day, National Dog Barking Day. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, it is National Chocolate Custard Day, though. Um, Constitution Memorial Day. Well, here you never heard such junk. Um, Sun Awareness Week. So you know that big glowing yellow ball in the sky. Maybe you never noticed it before. You should be aware that that's the sun. <laughs> Look directly at it. Well, suddenly, I feel like Kamala Harris telling you about Ukraine. Ukraine is a country, and, a, and Russia is a country that's bigger than Ukraine, and they invaded Ukraine. Hmm. Whatever, whatever she said in that speech, I don't remember. But it was just you know, dumb. 
Sun Awareness Day. And that will round out the week. So be aware. Be very aware. Avon Calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon Calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. <laughs> we got news. We got news. Okay, you go first. We are in the news. Yeah. The, in, in British the news. Columbia. <laughs> that would be a Canada somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, officials are trying to find a place. Um, there is. Uh, let's see how it says. Officials are trying to protect the world's largest hockey stick. Oh. Attack from woodpeckers. Ah. In North Calichin, a pair of north northern flippers, uh, woodpeckers. Uh, they're protected by the wildlife protection. They're attacking the 61,000-pound hockey stick. <laughs> wow. In search of food, I guess. I must uh, think it's a big tree. Yeah, well, usually they, woodpeckers, they eat insects <laughs> under the bark. <laughs> so maybe the hockey stick has got, like, an insect man, infestation or something. I don't know. There's woodpeckers the around here. They pecked on our downspouts on our house. They're not very bright. <laughs> maybe they're looking for the itsy-bitsy spider who went up the water spout. <laughs> yeah. They're like Woody. I don't know. But, yeah. They were pecking a hole in... They they plugged the first they 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 for a hole sometimes looking for food or to make a nest. So they they have plugged the hole with steel wool, um, kind of like what you can do for a mouse hole in your house too, in case you didn't know it. They stuck steel wool into the hole, but a day later the woodpeckers came back and took it out. <laughs> Yeah, because steel wool would kind of be agitating. (laughs) (laughs) A bucket truck is going to be brought in so the officials can investigate the holes. If they have established a nest, they're going to leave it alone. Or they're going to have to reconsider other methods of protecting the stick to keep the bird from pecking at it. Spray I, I with like a, a, a polyurethane coating or something. Yeah, or I'd suggest like electrifying it or something. <laughs> yeah. That would be <laughs> awfully shocking to those woodpeckers. Ah, shocking. <laughs> 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 wow. 
Was that all to your story? Yeah, that's it. That's... Yeah, mine are pretty short this week, and they're all three of my stories are about baby animals. Uh. The first one is about a baby penguin, and it was hatched in Ohio. Can they hear what we're saying? Mm, if they were listening, they might. This baby penguin is being raised by the zookeepers because of the bird flu that's in Ohio. They're afraid that this little baby penguin will catch it. And so they feed it fish formula, which I don't know if that means fish that <laughs> formula that fish, fish formula. eat or is the formula made with fish. <laughs> but sure. as it gets older, it says then they will transfer it over to small fish because I guess that's what penguins eat and gradually give it bigger and bigger fish. <laughs> they have a little baby bottle then, full of milk formulas, like little fish formula milk. Yeah, little goldfish or something. Yeah. And this little baby, they don't know the sex until they do the blood work. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. That's a problem with people anymore. You don't know if you're a boy or a girl until you get a little older. Well, but... with people, it's because they think they're one way or another, but with penguins, well, sometimes even with cats, it's kind of hard to tell until later, uh, or, or uh, but the, but a blood test will tell because of the whole idea of two X chromosomes, two Y chromosomes. Ah. But yeah, this little penguin will be introduced to the rest of the penguins as it gets older and older and learn its penguin ways. Did he go wee 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 all the way home? On the yeah. way home. Oh, <laughs> I guess penguin. it's not two Y chromosomes; it's X and a Y. Sorry about that. Anyway, go ahead. By golly, I think you're right. But I, I don't know. I thought that was weird that it won't. They won't know the sex of it until it's a little older, and they'll check the blood, and so it'll be well, confused for a little it, bit. They won't know it until it goes to kindergarten, and it's, and it's, <laughs> it's gender confused. Yeah. <laughs> once it, once it hits kindergarten, the teachers will start indoctrinating it. They got to pour water on it, see if it cracks or sprouts. Ah, <laughs> that's how that works. Wow. <laughs> Now we but that's know. all there is to that story. If you want to go on with yours, Keith. Yeah, well, you know how there's certain people out there in the world who will say how horrible you know COVID vaccines are. Don't get one. You should get one. They're so uh, bad for young people to take because they're so deadly. Well, <clears throat> in Germany, a man gets ninety COVID shots. Ninety. Mm. COVID <laughs> but it is worthwhile looking into, isn't it? Why? In Berlin, a 60-year-old man allegedly had himself vaccinated against COVID-19 dozens of times <coughs> Excuse me. in order to sell uh, vaccination cards that had real batch numbers on them to people <laughs> who didn't want to get vaccinated themselves. So for all those uh, people who uh, wanted to avoid the va vaccine, he decided to sacrifice his own body to say, here you go, you can have this card. Wow. <laughs> I lost this, my card. Uh, I don't think I would have did the shot. I just would have squirted it out on the ground. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, he said to have received up to 90 shots of the vaccine. Um Let's see for months until uh, police caught him. Uh, the suspect 
was not detained, but is under investigation, I would think he'd be under medical observation. (laughs) (laughs) He's overdosing Uh, on coronavirus shots. But he's being held by the police for unauthorized issuing uh, vaccine cards and document forgery. So there's actually a criminal charge that goes along here. Um, But again, I'd be worried about his medical condition. He was caught at a vaccination center in Saxony when he showed up for a COVID shot for the second day in a row. <laughs> and that's kind of raised some flags and got the police involved uh, to initiate criminal proceedings. But again, I'm thinking I'll be more worried about it, medical condition because either A, the COVID vaccine is so useless you can get 90 shots and not have any problem or it's just proof of how uh harmless it really is you're not going to die from it you're not going to get blood clots from it or or whatever but the question is does it really help against covid maybe i don't know Hmm. back on you terry but why i have another world's record dun 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 Not David Rush. There's a man. Dante Barnes living in um, in Michigan um, has the world's largest circumference tongue. But that's silly. Oh, so it's silly. You know it is. Yeah. He has a big tongue, huh? Wow. <laughs> Does he live on a red pirate ship? <laughs> Did he give his teacher a big red apple? <laughs> he was awarded the Guinness Book of World Records officially when his tongue measured at circumference of his tongue was officially measured at 4.8 inches. Wow. According to Guinness World Records. Wow, that's... Uh... Pretty large, yeah. That was like pretty much. I guess that's like if you if you like make your tongue into like a circle, uh, you know, like that. Oh. I guess. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, laying it flabby, like you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but that's you know, weird. Like, it's his is wide for Gene Simmons from Kisses. His is long. <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder if he has a hard time a, eating. One's got a wide one. One has a long one. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And let's see. Um, I think that's about all there is to that story. It's just a short little. A short story for a big time. Go ahead, Jill. <laughs> okay. Well, my uh, next baby story is about a baby spider monkey born in Florida yeah. with a Batman symbol on its face. Yeah, but I thought maybe you could help me. I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the bat monkey. I wonder, they didn't say if they named it anything, but they should name him Batmonkey. Uh, his name is Batman Bruce Wayne. Sidekick. Bruce Wayne is his, is his name. <laughs> this monkey was born on April 15th, and the Batman markings are kind of unusual for this monkey to have on its face. But he's living with his mommy and daddy monkey. So. In a zoo or something, monkey, or what? Monkey habitat, what? Do they live in a zoo, you said? Or? Yeah, in a zoo in Florida. 
So, so I wonder if the monkeys in the zoo watch TV. Maybe the maybe the llama monkey was watching Batman movies. It was her favorite show, maybe. I guess. <laughs> I just love this Batman guy. What kind of baby like that? Yeah, I guess I don't remember what a spider monkey actually looks like. They're the little tiny ones. Sometimes like, you see uh, them on Aladdin, on, the little monkey. Yeah, that works sometimes best. you see them on old movies with the with the organ grinder and they got the tin cup and they oh those the little bitty monkeys like that. Huh. Well, yeah, these are short stories about these baby animals, but they're just talking about the strange things, I guess. Short that, story about a baby monkey. baby monkey that's a bat spider monkey. <laughs> uh, well. so you can, um, a U.S. <laughs> agency acknowledges damage to dinosaur tracks in Utah. Oh, you idiot! Why but is there know, dinosaur tracks in Utah? And, and the trouble is, if they're damaged, they just can't get another dinosaur to come in there and fix them. <laughs> uh, uh, this is in Mo- Moab. Wow, what a name, Moab, Utah. Dinosaur tracks from 112 million years ago have been damaged in southeastern Utah. No, it ain't so. Uh, They were building a boardwalk in a popular tourist area. um, And the damage at the Mill Canyon uh, dinosaur tracks uh, is minor. Uh, but some footprints had fractures around the rims. Uh, the U.S. Bureau of Land Management said in a report, the agency said an area where a prehistoric crocodile crossed a mudflat appeared to have been driven over multiple times by a backhoe, causing fracturing. Boy, I'd hate to be in that guy's shoes when them cops get through with them. So, yeah, what a loss. And all those dinosaurs are dead. They can't go back there and put their feet in those, in those like, like the walk of fame, I think, like the Hollywood stars or whatever, to put their hands and their feet in them. Yeah, but it seems like a man could go and dig it back out. I mean, is that yeah. really true? What but, did the Indians do and the cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, I, of course, because of that uh, millions of years ago, there, you just can't reproduce that that's what makes the footprint special and I, and really the the damage is really really minor uh and it was re- done unintentionally they, they were trying to build some improvements to the park but they they weren't very clear with the con- construction crew of what they could do couldn't do and they accidentally had moved some heavy equipment through uh, to inadvertently do a little bit of damage it's not very much but it's enough that they're a little upset about it. They should turn them footprint holes Back into you, swimming Terry. pools. <laughs> huh? Back, Back on, on you. you, Terry. Wake up. <laughs> oh. Um, did you want to do that drill bit? When or you want me to? Who? Keith. What's that? Do you have that drill bit one or you want me to? You can do it if you want. All right. Well, anyway, I got a story here. We keep it. I didn't see if he wanted to do it. I got one uh, in, uh, let me see where it's at. The headline says, doctors removed drill bit accidentally inhaled by patient during a dental procedure. I did not <laughs> inhale. No, I'm in. <laughs> in Wisconsin, 
There was a tiny drill bit inhaled in the patient's lungs. Um, he was undergoing a procedure. He was getting a filling from a dentist when he inhaled. <laughs> well, he'd cough, I thought, and then he had his had his tickle in his throat or something. Wow. He didn't even feel it going down. <clears throat> and huh. well, they, they think that he had coughed. Ain't he? <clears throat> and when he inhaled before his cough, his they did a pain. CT scan, and when they saw that it was a tiny little drill bit, <laughs> and wow. something center, they tried a device. Uh, they used this like the scope thingy with the camera on it to like a, like a little claw machine. I don't know. Like a colonoscopy? They got the thing like out of the toolbox with the magnet on it or something stuck yeah. in it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well, it's good that they found it because it'd be bad if it went down his, uh, into his lung or something. There's, there's actually a, there's actually a YouTube video of the procedure on YouTube. Oh, really? oh wow! I guess it doesn't make that part. Hmm. And so, so then he he woke up, and then the doctor had the drill bit in a little plastic container, shaking it to show the guy. Hmm. He, uh, they let him take it home so he could put it on the shelf to show everybody. A little trophy. Oh. This almost killed me. <laughs> Just like oh. when they used to let you take home your tonsils or something. Hey, look at my tonsils. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and that's oh, oh, into, into that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got wow. one more I can do. You got one more, Jill? Yeah, I got one more about a baby Galapagos turtle that was born or tortoise mm -hmm. in Oakland, California. So we're going all the way across the country. Uh, from these other babies. Because you're a scaredy cat. And it was born from two 50-year-old turtles. Oh, wow. Well, I guess I do look parents are old. Smiley and Chippy. I don't know which one's the male and which is the female. <laughs> smiley one on the top is the man. Huh? <laughs> the one on the top is usually the man. Yeah. Smiley <laughs> and Chippy. I want to say yeah. maybe Smiley because the woman is Smiley and the guy is Chippy. <laughs> He's just chipping away. <laughs> but this is the sixth turtle born from this couple of turtles and so they were happy they're being able to I guess it maybe was a kind of I can't say that word extinct <laughs> and so they're trying to replenish these Galapagos turtles hmm. yeah. but yeah that was another short baby story I had All right. well we won't make no money out of this but it's an awful good thing to do well, my last one I have, you know, was it last week we had our holiday was 420 day, mm -hmm. which Terry knows what that means, but I always forget. Anyway, deputies in, in Florida bride serves marijuana laced food to her guests. <laughs> well, that's rather a coincidence, isn't it? Uh, Longwood, Florida. A 42-year-old Florida bride and her 31-year-old uh, groom, I guess. Oh, no, a caterer or caterer uh, are accused of serving marijuana-laced 
food to unwary guests at her reception. Uh-oh. Now, it'd be one thing if they were aware of it, but uh, the women were arrested following an investigation by the Seminole County Sheriff's Office. Both women were charged with tampering, uh, culpable negligence, and delivery of marijuana, uh, and later bonded out of jail. Uh, investigators said uh, that guests began feeling ill during the February 19th event in Longwood. So it was the day before 420, wait, February 19th, the month before, actually, uh, near Orlando. Uh, the report says 30 to 40 people attended the event. Several people felt said that they felt stoned and were taken to the hospital for treatment. Uh, the psych Psychoactive compound and marijuana THC was found in their systems. Um, the detective said that they had not been warned about the laced food. One man told the deputies he was having a hard time operating his cell phone. Uh -huh. I guess being high will do that. To you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Others felt said they felt paranoid and high. Well, that's pretty typical of marijuana feeling. You know, the doctor probably said, oh, just wear off, go home and relax. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> but, uh, but another guest said after feeling stoned, she asked the bride if cannabis was in the food and was told, yes, by the smiling bride. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. If you're going to have marijuana in your food, you should let people know. Right. And have some that is, some that ain't. You know. Anyway. Oh, I do have another story, but I, I, that'll be my last one for now. Not yeah. everybody's into eating that kind of stuff. I think yeah, it might be interesting to sample, but I don't know that I would really want to have it. Yeah, we'd have to ask our younger brother. He does it all the time. I haven't. Well, well, my son makes yeah. some uh, THC-laced things, but I've never ate any of them, so I will not that you know of. <laughs> no, because whenever he, he had them, we're never around. And whenever we're around, he's never had made any. Well, that takes a big load off our minds, Doctor. I have uh, a story. Another, <clears throat> Jill told me one that wasn't quite on our news feeds, but it was on the local news here. But this one is in North Carolina, but I can briefly hit on the other one, too, because they're kind of similar in a way. You know, we've done, I've done stories in the past of overturned trucks on the highway spilling its contents and stuff well the one that make it on our news feed it was on our local news was there was a truck carrying a load of marijuana on interstate 44 you know hmm. yeah and all the all the drugs uh, they spilled all over the road and nobody ever found them <laughs> but anyway <laughs> where'd all this, my con where'd all my truck those stuff go to you? i don't know <laughs> this story here that I'm going to do, this happened in North Carolina. A semi-tractor trailer overturned and spilled a load of <clears throat> 10 cows. Well, now we're getting somewhere. All over the road. Cows, yeah. A truck overturned the cows. You know, they, they held up traffic. You know, they rounded them up. It took them uh, all day. They finally captured the last cow. And all the cows were rounded up, but uh, <clears throat> it took them almost all afternoon. They finally found the, the last cow. And so then it says in this story that the deputies 
Um, on Friday morning, the final cow was, was finally found, and they, unfortunately, the deputies wrote multiple citations uh, for running at large, obstructing traffic, failing Wrote the to citation heed, to the cow? <laughs> failing to heed to blue lights, resisting arrest, <laughs> underage driving, and no driver's licenses. Oh, the driver mm -hmm. of the truck, I think. <laughs> no, they wrote it to the cows. The cows. Yeah, okay. that's what they tweeted on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Well, look here. Yeah, that's it. Hey, so, I, I do have one, I guess, a, a update. You had that story, I think it was last week, about the, the blind uh, driver who set the high land speed. Yeah. Up. And, and uh, it was brought up that he was a professional driver and he did his thing blindfold or something. Well, right. I actually have, I haven't listened to it yet, but there's a podcast on my feed where that's their, their main thing you're going to talk about. And what I can gather from the title is the guy really was a professional driver, but 10 years ago to the date, he was in a crash and he was blinded in that car crash. And so it took him 10 years and then he came back and he set that land speed record. So he really was blind, but he really was also pre previously professional driver. Right. Anyway. Now you for a short visit to the days of old time radio, where Phil Harris and his wife Alice have a little mix up over tonsils and babies. Hollywood Memorial Hospital. Oh, Mrs. Daniels is resting very comfortably. You're welcome. Nurse, hasn't my wife had her baby yet? No, not yet. Oh, how can she be so inconsiderate? <laughs> Torture me like this. Now, Mr. Phillips, just go back to the father's waiting room and relax. I'll call you. Okay, thanks. This is the third time and she always keeps me waiting. I'll never learn. Oh, Phil, come on, will you? Don't rush me. I want a little time to think it over. Stop making me drag you. You haven't acted this way since the day I led you to the altar. <laughs> oh, hello. Is there anything I can do for you folks? No, thanks. We're just browsing. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm Mrs. Harris. Mr. Harris has a reservation for a tonsillectomy. Oh, yes, we've been expecting you. You'll have to wait a few minutes, Mr. Harris. The doctor isn't quite ready for you yet. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, Alice, I feel a little weak. I'm going to sit down. You go ahead, Phil. Never felt so shaky in my life. Oh, here's a waiting room. I'll just go in and sit down and... Oh, hello, mister. Hello. You waiting, too? Yeah, I'm here for... Oh, you don't have to tell me. I recognize the symptoms. <laughs> you look shaky. This must be your first time, huh? I've been through this three times. You mean this can happen again? Well, it's been known to. Uh, how big are they as a rule? Hmm. 
first one weighed seven pounds, three ounces. <laughs> What did it look like? It was the image of my wife. <laughs> Your wife must be a very unusual-looking woman. Ah, oh, but what a thrill you'll get when they put the little thing in your arms. <laughs> they give it to you? What are you supposed to do with it? Wrap it in a blanket and take it home. What do you expect to do with yours? Well, I hadn't made any plans for it. Well, I guess there's time for that. What are you hoping for, a boy or a girl? Do they come in sexes? Do they come in... Oh, mister, I'd better have a little talk with you. How soon do you expect this event to take place? In about 15 minutes. See, my wife said she'd come in and let me know when the doctor's ready. She's coming in and let you know. The doctor's almost ready. Oh, okay, honey. Oh, by the way, mister, this is my wife. This is your wife? And in 15 minutes? Oh, excuse me, I gotta get some air. <laughs> With him. He acted awfully peculiar. You'd act peculiar, too, if you had a wife that looked like a tonsil. Warning, warning. We're about to enter the orbit of an unidentified planet. Anyway, it is time to transition into something else. I huh, wonder what that would be. Oh, the N-word. Oh, no. The <laughs> N-words. <laughs> Jill says the N-words. No. Everybody shut up. Yeah, but these, they were very easy words. I thought a lot of them. So you guys will probably get a lot of these. Okay. This first word is... <laughs> nastify. Nastify? Yep. To make Nast- something nasty. To take something that was clean, and pristine, and pure, and make it nasty. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Save your breath, Terry, because he got it. <laughs> It just makes too much sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This next word. <laughs> Native form. Native form. Isn't, isn't that like what the natives wear for bras? Like the maiden form the bras? <laughs> Native form. Native form. All right, Terry, you can guess this time because he didn't get it yet. <laughs> okay. That would be what your tater wears, Nader. Nader? Oh, yeah, Nader. Get a Nader yeah. for mater. your tater. What about yeah. the tuck? <laughs> a, a tomato, a mater is nice and round and red. So it's, <laughs> it's something that's big and red and round. Well, yeah. Nader form means. Buttock-shaped. What? A buttock-shaped. A buttock. Your butt. Butt-shaped. The shape butt of a shaped. butt. Yes. Wow. <laughs> who, who would have thought they had a word for that? Right? Oh, this oh. one you're going to get a kick out of the next word. Maybe you flunked that class and maybe now you fight when people mock you on the uh-huh. It's 
Not your ass. <laughs> <laughs> not your cheese. That's not your ass. <laughs> oh, goodness. It, it I remains, knew you guys would like the way that other, one came not, out. Well, the, the nacho form, right? Not your ass. It's a noun. I don't know how that's a noun. It is a... Well, it's a butt that looks like a nacho. And it's not yours. <laughs> it's, it's a nacho butt. It's not your butt. It's my butt. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> not your donkey. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't do understand this OED because it says it's a noun. A noun is a person, place, or thing. It's right. a donkey. <laughs> but this word means... Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. A generous act. So you're what? doing something nice for somebody. To a, me, that would be a, a verb. A generous act. act. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't understand why they would say that. Like you're you know, helping someone off the floor or the flat tire, you're helping them out. You would, you would yeah. think it would be an activity, which would be a verb. Noun. Yeah, a verb. I mean, it's an adverb, yeah. noun verb. It's a new thing. Kind of confusing. Our next word is another easy one. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. A noun verb. Nauseant. It's the person who isn't nauseated. Well, it's nauseant. That means your your dad's sister, your aunt, is very sick. You have a nauseant. Nauseant. She's a a sick aunt. If it was your dad's brother, it would be a a nausea uncle. Oh. Well, this word is a noun again, and it means. You learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission, and that's why I think it's a good time. That which nauseates you. Oh, okay. It's so it's not, be, it's not being nauseated, it's what nauseates you. Yeah. Like if you listen to that story show, they're very nauseated by blood and gory things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or you get little Nas X on there. Too. This next word is need sweat. Meat sweat. Need sweat. Me sweats. Well, so do I when it gets hot. I sweat very much. <laughs> yeah. I need sweat. Uh, yeah. Need sweat. Yeah. That's and really half weird. of it is, I mean, sweat kind the, of tells the, you. That's what those little bees need. The, 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 <laughs> the land on your arm and then drink the sweat off your arm. They need sweat. Need sweat. It's like they need water. They need sweat. Mm. You, need, means, you need sweat to keep cool. Sweat. This mm. word means. Work on that grammar. You should know Sweat from nervousness or anxiety. Oh. So it's a kind of sweat. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. A, a nervous, you know, you get nervous and beads of sweat break out. This next word is nemesism. <laughs> it's selling like somebody can't pronounce the word nemesis. Nemesisism. <laughs> It's an enemy of your enemy. <laughs> yeah. Nemesism. 
nemesism, or it's an ism that relates to being a nemesis. So the, <laughs> the ideology behind your enemy, or what your enemy believes. It's a nemesis. It's like a Yeah, It's a word that you can't pronounce. Well, it is hard to pronounce, but it means... Frustration directed inward. So I guess if you're aggravated with something you did yourself. Right. The VA. Yeah. So you did something stupid. It's like, oh, I can't Oh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah, and our next word is. You better slow down and use the right Nod crafty. Nod crafty. Your nod's pretty crafty. <laughs> nod crafty. Nod, wow. that's like your head, right? Noggin, nod. Yeah, nod. Oh, see, th- th- that's a boat that you put your head in, the nod craft, or like an aircraft for your head, nod craft. Huh. Very nice. I bet you're probably doing this. The, 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 the nuns have on their head. Oh, yeah, there we go. The, huh. the flying nun, that thing she had on her head. Yeah. Nod craft. can fly. She you guys a- are probably doing this right now. Yeah. Not crafty. It's when you nod your head, like when you're talking and you know you're right. Oh, drinking coffee. Right. Nodding your head and, you know, not crafty. You, you, you're trying to tell somebody how, why they're wrong and you're like, you're nodding your head while you're explaining your reason. You know? Uh, <laughs> this next word is. As a possessive contraction what's a contraction the Urkel. Urkel. Nerdurkel. it's whenever you try to go in reverse and you miss and you you're universal <laughs> or, or, or universal it's just a shortening of the word universal so it's everything. Yeah. Or somebody put the N-word on the, on the beginning of reverse, like said. Neutral. Neverkel. Hmm. I was thinking it sounded a lot like Stevie Urkel, but that's just what I was thinking. But Urkel or circle? Neverkel. 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 All righty. Well, this not, word means... Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax you're always banging. Your horizon. To act like a stepmother. Oh, the, the evil stepmother, huh? Mm-hmm. You, you got to banish Hansel and Gretel out in the woods so that witch can find them. The evil stepmother. <laughs> She's so in the verkle. I think we got two more words. I've got, I've got other words to call my mother in law. Uh. <laughs> well, not a mother in law, stepmother. <laughs> oh, that's right. No X and espresso. Your part of simple data. This next word is Nimbus. Oh, that's Nimbus. a cloud. Yeah. You guessed that right off. That was the easy one. I told you a lot of these words are super easy. I thought that was like, but I knew the answers. It's a cumulus yeah. nimbus. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's also it. a different type of cloud. Yeah. This next word, our last word is. But I don't want your drama. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comma. 
Nostrum. It has to do with your nose or something, doesn't Nostrum. it? Nostrum. Nostrum. I'm blowing crumbs out my nose right now. Yeah. <laughs> a nostrum. Well, is a rostrum is like a podium. So maybe a nostrum is, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, another word for podium. I don't know. Nostrum. Just in the middle of your nose. I, I think it has something to do with your nose. Your, well, well, with nose, it'd be rhino, though. It's rhino. <laughs> it's a rhinostrum. There we go. Man. This must be an older word because the answer is. Just keep in mind that these are you. Our words, not letters. Together. It's a medicine made out of unknown secret ingredients. Burgers. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming you could probably put it up your nose, but. Well, yeah. I know I've heard the word nostrum, but, but yeah, I get it. Basically, it's a medicine. Like what they called the the old snake oil peddlers back in the old west days, they would make make up some. It's the secret some, recipe from the Walton. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That is recipe. The Walton secret recipe. <laughs> so that basically that was our last word. So and we didn't N-word. even say the N word. I did not <laughs> say the N word. Next. <laughs> Next week we'll have some circle words. We'll do o. o from the element o. 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 <laughs> so now we get to move on to Terry's top ten. Ooh, how can I face these people? Top ten. I was gonna do uh I can do a short one that somebody just sent me. <laughs> I've got it's only seven. Somebody just sent me this. I don't know who. Um, it's a list of seven. Uh, where to go to? Seven ways to drive people nuts. <laughs> yeah. And so we have. This will be fun. Um, number one, call an addiction hotline and tell them you're hooked on phonics. <laughs> Help me. I'm hooked on phonics. I can't get over it. <coughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, number two, to the airport wearing a suit of armor and try to go through the metal detector. (laughs) You have to strip off all your clothes. (laughs) And number three. This one is very funny. Take a a gas can, wash out a gas can full of water and walk down a busy sidewalk smoking a big cigar. 
Uh, I thought that I was going to be take a drink from it for once in a while. <laughs> number, number four. Call the Q-Tips 800 number and tell them that the cotton ball came off inside your ear. And no matter what they say, just repeat. What? What did you say? <laughs> Carrie, I got a cotton ball in my ear. What do I do? What? Uh, number five. Go to the polar bear enclosure at the zoo and shout, Larry. Come on, enough's enough. Take off that costume and come back to the office. It's <laughs> <laughs> just Larry out there in a suit. That's all that is. <laughs> Number six. I'm a Philip. <laughs> Philip and <laughs> Uh, 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 let me hear this again because an inflatable uh, yeah fill a blow up doll full of helium <laughs> and release it at rush hour and say chase it down the street yelling come back here you tramp <laughs> you tramp you hussy come back here <laughs> I would tie, I'd tie a string to it so it wouldn't get away, though. But. Yeah, because it would float up, you would think, unless they're heavy. <laughs> well, it may be just heavy enough. I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't have a blow-up doll. I don't have <laughs> ever had one. But I, maybe it'd be heavy enough that the uh, healing would just make it hover a little bit. The only place yeah. I rec- actually seen one was in the movie Airplane way back then. <laughs> well, I, I know a particular set of mine who got another set of mine one as a, as a prank Christmas present. But, yeah. And number seven. Call the National Acme Company and see if they ever have a product. That you can use to kill a roadrunner. <laughs> and so you take these lead pellets and you hide it under the bird seat. You take this paint and you paint it a tunnel on the side of a mountain. Get this rocket and put handlebars on it. You wore this bat suit with a rocket jetpack on it. <laughs> and so that's my top seven list anyway. They got a little shorter, but that's all right. Wonder we should have thought each one of us could have came up with another one. Well, go ahead. <laughs> call call the eight hundred number on the dog food and tell him you ate too much. I don't know. You, Is this go, dog food going to go kill me? The, I ate the whole bag. <laughs> you go into the changing booth at Walmart and say, hey, there's no toilet paper in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. 
Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. Anyway, with all that fun and hilarity, it is now time to transition to Anchor Topic. Topic, and what are we going to talk about this week? Well, it's going to be about manual skills. Wait a minute, it's either manual skills or something else. Yeah, manual skills, uh, which I don't have anything in particular. Uh, I hadn't been reading that book lately. So what do you guys think of manual skills? Why is manual skills important to somebody who, whether you're blind or not, it's important when you think about it. It's how to get around safely. Yeah. Well, it has to do with hobbies, actually. Manual skills, handicraft. Oh, oh, oh. Wood what am shop, I thinking? ceramics, wow. knitting, crocheting. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I, I mean, even if you're not blind, you, you everybody has something that they do uh, to blow off steam, to make your quality of life better. I mean, you might work all day, but what do you do to decompress? You know, some people you just come and watch TV, you drink a lot of beer, uh, you maybe go camping or hiking. Maybe you have a shop in your garage. Maybe you enjoy to cook. Maybe you do something. Well, as a blind person, sometimes you think, uh, I'll never be able to go camping again. I'll never be able to make macrame or whatever. But the thing is, there are a lot of hobbies that can be easily adaptable. Yeah, we go camping. We have a camper, though. I don't think I'd ever camp in a tent being blind. Oh, Every time I've ever gone camping, even being blind, would take a tent. Heck, me and Terry used to set up our tent so much, we could do it blindfolded, literally. And so whenever I've gone camping as a blind person, it's like, okay, lay out the tent. Stake out the corners, you, you tighten up uh, the middle, and then you set your poles, and you lift up your tent. Ta-da! It's I like how they do it now. Even when you get the tent poles, they got chains inside of them, so they just go clue, clue, clue. It's like you're... Well, or, or elastic, like your cane, <laughs> yeah. and it just pulls yeah. the things together. Right. <laughs> so it, it, today the tents are even easier to set up because you, you get some hiking like a backpacking tent 
He just pulled it. I, I prefer to. It just expands, and you have like spring wires inside of it. It just, it just automatically I, pops. I prefer open. Jill's style of camping there. In the, in the... Yeah, well, see, the reason I like the camper <laughs> is because yeah, you just pull it in, and it's right All there. The hey, it's glam, glam, glamping. I guess you could call it. You got the air, the TV, the stove. You got a well, bathroom right there because I can whenever, remember mom. Whenever camping. we were were kids, we'd go camping. We start out with tents. So by the time mom and dad got into their older years they had campers and rvs oh, by the time us two older boys quit eating them out of house and home they could afford to get a camper well that's <laughs> yeah that's about the time they transitioned into that yeah yeah exactly they didn't have blind a... it's nice to have that toilet right there handy where you can not have to ask people to walk you to the bathroom, Run to the bathroom. And... <laughs> we're 10 blocks away from the bathroom i was gonna say I was, mom i remember her trying to wake me up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and I was a kid, you know, we were sleeping and wake, wake up, I need to go pee. And I was like, I, I'm sleeping. I don't want to get up the night take you pee. I'm down, take you. It ended up, she just crawled out the tent and peed out there along the tent somewhere. <laughs> what? And I realized no. it was daytime. Uh, and the daytime. sun had come up and somebody had seen her squat there because she had to go so bad. And I feel bad now because I should have got up taking her. But day, when you're a kid, you just on, want to Daytime, you should be out of bed at daytime. Come on. It was early, early morning. But sometimes see, girls, have... girls can get away with that, if, especially if you have on a skirt. You can just squat down and nobody knows what you're doing until they get up and see the water puddle. <laughs> I should probably have on a nightgown. I don't know, but I don't remember that. I just know. That dad was told later. <laughs> I, I don't remember I was that like, one either. So it must have been after I was out of the house because I was. I don't ever want to have that problem where I got to go bathroom. And as we get older, I'm up <laughs> several times throughout the night. So I'm glad we have a potty but, in but our camper. A, but there's a lot of ways, that even a blind person, because a tent is very easily set up if you do that. Of course, a camper. I mean, you, you can't drive your camper there, but clearly if you have someone that you're camping with, you can still enjoy that for sure a lot easier. And you have the creature comforts of home. Uh, and you have and the benefit you of when you being outdoors. What? Are you going to go canoeing? No. Why not? Some uh, people do, but that's one thing that I, I won't do because it's too easy to flip a canoe over. I, I've, I've been kayaking. I've Just been go. out. I don't know if uh, I can't say about canoes, possibly, but I've been out in rowboats because we we would go to Beaver Dam uh, to the lake there, and uh, we would rent a, a rowboat and just spend the morning out fishing or afternoon out rolling around. Uh, so I've done that. I mean, yeah, a rowboat or even our pontoon that we used to have. But those like speed boats with the V bottoms, you get in. Well, I keep talking about manual stuff like rowing. You talk, you keep going right to motorized, <laughs> oh, the road motorized boats. <laughs> I see how you are. Yeah, uh, I just like to enjoy kickback and none just, of this. I, man. I'm going for the simple. You go right to the complicated. Yeah. How about bicycling? You could pedal with well, a, a motorcycle. Bike? Then, huh? Her manual skills is casting that fishing rod, casting that fishing rod, and reeling yeah, it in, casting the rod, and reeling it in. You know, I, I Make sure been, when you cast, there's nobody too close around you that you're going to smack. Well, I, I've been haven't been fishing for so long that I, I know there is a, a technique to casting the rod. And I went fishing finally after I don't know how long up at Hines way back in. Well, it must have been 2018. 2015. I forget. I take you fishing up there. And it took you huh. take you fishing to the lake, 
And it's it's okay. You sit by the lake, and there's a, a sighted helper to put baits your hook. And they, of course, they're they're helpers, so they they help you by casting it. So all you end up doing is sitting on a chair while the the guy basically is fishing for you. It's like, <laughs> can I at least cast it? And and I and I would, and I did, and it's like I it had been so long, and my I just totally messed up the cast. And he had to remind me when when you're casting, you have to thumb on it. When the rod hits about the one or two o'clock positions, when you release it and, and you follow through, and it'll go I'm like, oh, okay, I, it's just been a while. I forgot what that technique was. Because if you let release it too soon, it'll fly up and catch the tree limb. If you release too late, it plops in the water in front of you. But there, there, you can do that through muscle memory, like you can imagine. You know, like I said, the, the rod passing through the two o'clock, one o'clock position. Speaking um, of baiting the hooks, <laughs> that reminds me of a joke. Yeah, well, what would that be? And then we'll transition into some email. Well, it's like, uh, you know, the, uh, somebody came to bait my hook and I said, well, are you a beginner baiter? Are you a <laughs> baiter? Are you a professional baiter? Are you a master baiter? <laughs> yeah. Any mail come here addressed to me? Crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? We do have a, a letter from a listener. So we want to get into that. What's it, it say? Starts, What's it, say? it starts out saying, hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. My husband <laughs> tells me that this is the most hilarious story he's ever heard. Yeah. Uh, but I don't get it. Maybe you can read it on your podcast and explain it to me. Um, it says, I was having lunch in a Los Angeles cafe when a man approached my table. Uh, Excuse me, miss, the man says to me. My wife and I are visiting from out of town. She just loves your sandals. She wanted me to come over and ask you, did you buy those sandals from a shop around here? Actually, I said, I got them in a shop just about a block from here. Fantastic, the man responded to me. And if I may ask, how much did you pay for them? Oh, I paid uh, $250, I had to admit. Oh, thank you, the man responds. He walks away and yells to his wife, she got them in New York. (laughs) I still don't know what's so funny about the story. Everybody laughs when I tell it. If you know, please tell me. <laughs> Becky That's Everhart funny. from Cool, California. That's funny. <laughs> do you get that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should explain it to Becky, though, because you don't know. <laughs> they were in Los Angeles. He didn't, he didn't want to spend the money on his wife. Yeah, there we go. I'm in New York, not here. She yeah. just said she got two blocks away. Yeah. Explain yeah. joke. Okay. We, yeah, so hopefully <laughs> Becky got all that. So we'll, we'll, we'll assume that she does and move on. Watch the way I wiggle my hips as I slip up through the glass. They close things up with our final thoughts. Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, Let's see, our final thoughts. 
I can smell the smoke burning right now. Trying to think. Went across a battery and a zombie. And three that never dies. <laughs> what was that? Why did the skunk become a police officer? He believed in law and odor. Law. Something smells around here. To save money, I made some glasses for myself out of two old ketchup bottles. In hindsight, I should have just bought a, bought a proper pair. <laughs> Heinz, Heinz 57. Heinz fight. How do clocks communicate with each other? They tick tock. Use tick tock. <laughs> hmm. They got those tick tock videos. Why did the pig get sent to his room? He told a dirty joke. Ah, someone squealed on him. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my town, we have a baker who has bright red hair. We call him the gingerbread man. Right here, Ginger. <laughs> He's a bad man. Baker. What video game do little pigs play on their way home in the car? Wee, wee, wee. All the way home. <laughs> they play at the wee. <laughs> No one in six in sixty four for them. <laughs> Let's see. What kind of vegetable is hot and cold at the same time? Hutch chili pepper. Ah, yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Did you hear about the snowman that was drinking in the middle of the road? He got plowed. Oh. <laughs> uh, what did What did the email say? Tell the document. All good things come to a end. <laughs> How did the farmer fix his overalls with a cabbage patch? Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, what do you call somebody who immigrated to Sweden? An artificial, artificial sweetener. 
What did the speaker say to the TV that made it nervous? You're surrounded. That's <laughs> surround sound, huh? Well, if you're thinking of doing something mean to a hot dog, don't relish the thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spotted an albino Dalmatian today. It was the least I could do for him. Put the spots on him. Albino Dalmatian. All white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do trees sign off in their computers? They log off. Ah, wow. good one. Well, I got one more. It says, <laughs> "When can a pizza marry a hot dog?" After a very frank relationship. Well, I don't have any more, so unless Terry does, it'll be at the end of it. Hey, I don't. I don't done. have any more. <laughs> Mine was at logging off of the logging trees. <laughs> so as we log off. And we are very frank with our pizza relationships. <laughs> <laughs> it's time where we just sign off all together and say to everybody, this is your host, Keith, signing off. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend about us. Uh, leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you found. Just stop by the webpage. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Call or voicemail. 401-753-4844. That will be 4017-KEITH-H. Tell us your funny story. We would love got one. <laughs> I lost the tooth. I lost the tooth. I lost the tooth. I lost another tooth. You're getting good at losing tooth. You should call a tooth fairy. You're going to have a smile like a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, I do. I got one right now. That will be Pamela pumpkin, right? It's going to be funny this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to take my spare pair now. I can just show Pamela. Smile pretty for me. That sounds funny. TSF at... That sounds funny. That's